The thing is, follocks, I haven't seen... Folks, you know, I don't get too excited. I haven't seen Game Changer Wrestling for some time. And I don't know why, except I suspect it's because their events are longer and I'm... I'm looking at a lot of wrestling, which is an hour, half an hour, three quarters of an hour, 50 minutes. And I'm thinking I can get more bang for my book with that. But what I don't, what I'd forgotten was Game Changer Wrestling gives you bang for your book all the time. What I've done is I've gone to their last event, which is, which happened on the 3rd of December. It's called What Is Your Choice? Not What's Your Choice? What Is Your Choice? I like that from Brooklyn and um, I'm doing some matches I've, I've done half the matches here and not all of them I've cut and pasted no I haven't done that cut and pasted is the wrong phrase I've cherry picked and, and so I'm, I'm allowed to do so this is my podcast after all Steve Swift's rambling now what you get with Game Changer Wrestling, and it's not really changed, Game Changer hasn't really changed, thank goodness, is, is some really energetic great wrestling, some really energetic incident-filled multi-person matches, and some really good angles, big names, or fairly big names, plus that kind of deathmatch hardcore stuff, that we know they're so good at. We start with an eight-person tag. Not an eight-person tag. Well, yeah, an eight-person tag. Four men, four men. No, four people, four people. Wasted Young Adults versus Mance Warner, Ali Cat, Manders and Effie. Oh, I've not seen Effie for ages. Really good to see him. Not seen Ali Cat for ages. Really good to see her too. Very powerful, actually, these days. Now, loads of action in this. Sometimes it crowds itself out a bit, but that's what it's supposed to do. This kind of match, like a, you know, it's kind of like a scramble match, but not. It's got the ethos of a scramble match, I believe. Anyway, Manders and Marcus Mathers start, um, but Mans comes in. Mans Warner chops Mathers. That quite hurts him actually. Gets some punches. Double eye poke. Yeah, Alex Price, who's on the wasted, one of the wasted young adults. Just a lot of good work here, actually. Slingshot traveling DDT. Now, I love the way this is happening now. Usually a DDT is stationary, isn't it? But now, you can travel with it. You can be moving while you do it. I love that. Flying spin kick to Ali. A price aeroplane spin. And, um, and then a push face first for Effie into the buckle. Mandus hits a super Death Valley driver from the top rope. Through a table for a long two count. You get Mance stepping on Manda's back to deliver a lovely DDT. And eventually, knee pad up, knee pad down, knee pad up, knee pad down, whatever it is. Mance's knee strike wins it for his team. It was full of action. I love it. This, though, is superior. Main attraction, of course, Midas the ringmaster. Midas Black the ringmaster and Lion. Versus violence is forever now. I've not seen Kevin Koo and Dominic Garini since I didn't like them in uh, MLW. They're much better here. They are the champs. Violence is forever are the champs. And um, it's 
great actually. Very nice Koo Dragon screw, ha <laughs> ha! At the beginning of this match, after a Lion Mishinoku driver, Koo's kick leads to a Lion aeroplane spin and dump, which is very nice. And then you've got um, a Lion Salt from Lion, funnily enough. Minus Frog Splash. That pin is broken up. They work very well together. Main attraction. M-A-N-E, of course. Of course it is. And then a Midas Ace Crusher. Garini, big clothesline. Midas then gets a spear for a very long two count. The main attraction, uh, main adventure, main attraction, yes, main attraction, hits a big rig, really, which is lovely. And then Garini is thrown onto a Kevin Koo knee. Oh, is that right? Yeah, I think that's right. Let me just check. Yes, I couldn't read my own notes. It was a, uh, a Garini throw onto a Kevin Cooney, then the vertical suplex and the kick, which I don't really think is very effective. If you've got a vertical suplex, you don't need somebody kicking your back as well. It's not going to hurt you as much as crashing down onto the mat, surely. But violence is forever. Got the pin. That was a really good match. Now here's your, your championship match, really. Blake Christian, all heart. Bad guy in, in GCW versus little Guido. I've not seen him for blooming years. And of course, he's got a warm feeling because people remember him from ECW and he's still doing the gimmick and I really like that. Um, he gets out of the way, does Christian early on because Guido's up for this. He wins the mat tussle, which I'm very surprised. Slaps him on the head just to show a bit of disrespect. Christian bails. Christian bails. Ha-ha. <laughs> very nice. And then... Um, Christian comes back and just to show him that actually I can do this and matches him on that mat. There isn't an awful lot of great stuff in there. Well, not an awful lot of wrestling in this match. It's fairly short. Very nice handspring kick from Blake Christian. Got the feeling that he couldn't do as much as he usually would do. Because you have to tailor it for your opponent, don't you? Not that Guido isn't able to go because he is. Just look at that. Second rope guillotine leg drop. It is lovely. But what a nasty way to end it. It's a double leg stomp and then a quick curb stomp on the on the back to push the head into the mat from Blake Christian. It looks odd. It looks a bit clumsy. It's very effective and he wins from that. Good match, but not a patch. The match wasn't a patch on Gringo Loco versus Jordan Oliver. Not seen Jordan Oliver since MLW. You know, I've not seen him since then, he, he, and he's still producing great stuff. We know Gringo Loco, who I've not seen since LLW either, actually, can really go. Fantastic offense. And there's a This Is Awesome chant halfway through this match. Quite right. It is my pick of the matches so far. We've still got Mike Bailey to come. We've still got Matt Cardona uh, to come. Um, but yeah, with Jimmy Lloyd, uh, or fighting Jimmy Lloyd. But um, this is great. Early on, here's some of the action. There's a Gringo Loco kick and a very high missile drop kick from Jordan. He really gets some height on that. He's a rangy individual. Gringo Loco catches Jordan, hits a sit-out powerbomb, then stands on him. Oh, it's not very nice, you know. Oliver comes back with a big clothesline, throws Gringo Loco over the top, then dives on him, onto him. Then he hits a super Hurricane Rana, a moonsault, and an off-the-top-rope cutter. Gringo Loco kicks out. You cannot believe, with the trifecta of offence, that he would kick out of that. But he does. He then gets a powerbomb. 
and Oliver kicks out. That's when you get the This Is Awesome chant, quite right too. They both go for a high kick, both connect, both are down. It's like Hogan and the Warrior, only with wrestling. Then you get a, um, a Gringo Loco splash for a two count. Really nasty, off the top, electric chair power bomb from Gringo Loco. Superb. Oliver hits a cutter as Gringo Loco comes off the top and then it's that kind of draping power bomb, if you like, or draping razor's edge, which he calls the acid bomb for the pin. It was really good. Really, really good. And the Ultraviolence Championship match, which is Rina, Rina Yamashita, who is the champion, versus Tony Deppen, has to follow that and can't quite match it. Although, Rina Yamashita is looking for chairs even before she gets in the ring. She wants all those chairs. Deppen, though, uses one first, throws it in her face as she goes to dive through the ropes. He then focuses on the leg. She really sells that well. Then she's got braids, hair braids. He pulls those, but doesn't really pull them. He kind of, he's kind of admiring them, running, him through, running them through his fingers. It's a bit odd. She slaps him, quite rightly too, hits a big kick. He comes back with a stomp on the hand and a flying black elbow, back elbow. Then a brain buster for a two couch. He kicks out. He snots on her. That, it's just horrible. And he is a horrible human being in this promotion. Yamashita hits a release German suplex. Deppen thinks, well, if you can do that, anything you can do, I can do better. I'll hit a half and half suplex for you. Oh, you can't? Yes, I can. And he can. Then you get a Yamashita air raid crash. Can't follow up because she's had such a lot of damage. It's really good to take a breather here. And they really do well because she goes then for the test testicular claw. He blocks one hand, does Deppen. She goes for the, for the other hand. He blocks that hand. She then puts him down, covers his twig and berries with chairs and smacks the T and B and probably got the T and the B with the chairs and he really, really sells it. She immediately hits an air raid crash through the door. He kicks out. Then he, she hits a package pile driver. His head is bent right under her legs. You can see his face. He kicks out. Then she hits a big power bomb onto a chair, which didn't seem like the biggest move she'd done, but the cumulative effect gets the pin. And she goes to shake his hand, she offers her hand to him, and then gives him the finger. Oh, he's shocked. Then she kisses him on the forehead. He collapses in a faint. That's the end of the match. It felt great. It felt real. It was a, a really good match, enjoyable match. None of these matches has been, has been poor. None of these matches has not been great. But I think that Gringo Loco and Jordan Oliver match so far, still got Mike Bailey to come remember, and Makito versus Makito, that could be better. I've not seen it yet. I'll tell you when I have. But that Gringo Loco versus Oliver match, that was phenomenal. And GCW, I need to watch more of it. Because you know what? I am never disappointed. Ta-ta.